It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network, if you dare. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance, strong themes, and coarse language may apply. Damn it. This is Tom McNally, still here at the end of March 2017. The President of the United States is throwing around some very expensive weapons and Emperor Palpatine is making her big push. I've upgraded my account with the website that hosts the collection of files that is the Saga of the European King and now I can find out where you all are and a little bit of what you may want. I've noticed that we have a lot of listeners in a town called Carrollton in Texas. Or at least we have one very determined listener. I'd like to think it's Vanilla Ice, listening to our story with his earphones on while he's at Sandy Lake Arcade, he's zipping around on his heelys. I was entertained very much by your songs when I was a child, Vanilla Ice, and I'm grateful that you're listening now. Um, I won't ask why you're at the amusement park all alone at night. We all have our masters to serve. But while I have your ear, Vanilla Ice, can I ask you to visit our Patreon page, where you can subscribe and support us as we make the show. You'll get access to early drafts, table reads, and exclusive bits and pieces that we make, and I think you'll enjoy them, Mr. Ice. Nobody listens to our show as much as the good people, however many there are, of Carrollton, Texas, and this one's for you, really. I want you all to go to patreon.com slash king to subscribe. And now, I present to you the latest chapter in our saga, in which a yearning for a more innocent time makes even the gods soft and pliable. The Saga of the European King, Chapter 27. It gets them every time. Baal-Hadad was an out-of-work hero god of thunder and agriculture from the big city of Ur. St. Francis was a wild man who lived in the woods and spoke to animals. Baal was a company man who liked everything to fit in its place. St. Francis was a free spirit who had never properly used a bathroom. Fate had thrown them together on a voyage of discovery across the Republic of Lakota within the United States of America. They shared a hot air balloon. They solved crimes. Take them away, officer. They won't be rustling buffalo in this town. Presumably because they're going to prison now. They don't do prisons here. They prefer to find the root cause of the crime in their own society. Oh, whatever works for you, man. We're so fortunate you boys drifted into town. Ha 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 ha! Why are you laughing? Drifted into town because we came in on a hot air balloon. Oh, no, I mean that uh, you're outsiders who don't have any family or community or roots. Oh, jeez. Wow. When you lay it out like that, it... Well, hey, I'm not judging. It uh, just makes me feel fortunate to have all those things. Yes, we had them once, but there's been a lot of political upheaval in the place where we're from. We're on the run from the devil. Holy balls! What is that thing you're holding? It's a lamb. Its mother was trampled by the elk, so I'm nursing it. It's a freaky monster and... Whoa, hey, you've got more of them? These are my animal friends. Some of the animal friends. Things didn't work out well with most of them. Oh, it was heavenly in the early days. It was just us in the van. The RV. We got it on Craigslist. It was packed. We were happy. We lived free. The road was ours. But the animals, well, 
Oh, a lot of them kept pining for Angle Land. Everyone's an animal there. And they got suspicious of all the local animals. I mean, I couldn't even go out for a drink with a bear or a beaver without there being an argument. They kept asking you when you were going to get a job. Yes, or call my parents and ask for money. So when we bought the balloon, we figured it was a natural break. A bit of space will do us all some good to work stuff out and get our heads straight. Yes, it worked out so well. We've put them all in a magical bag in the hot air balloon. Uh, but this one here is not an animal, actually. It's a robot that they can make love to if they're in a bit of heat. Geez, okay, uh, I can see why you weirdos don't have any real home or family. Uh, don't you uh, hang around here too long, you hear me? Oh, fine, let's get back to the balloon. I guess we ought to drift on. <laughs> they did every time they left a town, which was to unmoor the balloon, fall asleep among a pile of animals fresh from the satchel, and to let the winds take them where they will. This wasn't quite as romantic and wild as it sounded, as Baal could control the wind. Though he didn't have a great handle on the unfamiliar winds of the United States, he could at least stop them from drifting out over Yellowstone and getting sprayed by a scalding geezer. They awoke early the following morning, to find a thunderbird perched on their balloon basket. Now, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but to them, it was terrifying. <laughs> what is it? Why are you shouting? What do you think you're doing, wise guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there goes the elk. Well, he always was a jump risk. New to the neighborhood, I think. No, we're just drifting. We don't have a home. Well, we don't take kindly the hobos coming around here, messing our winds around. Oh, oh, those were your winds. Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't... Hey, you work in rain, right? I worked in rain, too. It, it won't happen again, I, I promise. You're lucky I ain't here on behalf of a wind farm. Now, come with me to my office. There's someone who's been looking for you. Well, that's all very interesting, but we're not going, thank you. Excuse me, did some dinky mortal have something to say to me? Oh, now, Francis, Francis, he's a thunderbird. Oh, yeah, the dinky mortal born of silence with the strength of Ninurta says that if you don't talk a little more respectfully, then I'll smash your skull down into your chest and have the beasts tear you to shreds. Oh, so you're the one that's dropping on them daffy animals all over. Yeah, I can think of some other guys upstairs who'd like a word with used to. Wakuan the Thunderbird took flight and circled the balloon three times. The air around them shimmered, and then Baal, St. Francis, and the satchel full of animal friends found themselves floating above an unfamiliar place. That place was nowhere in the United States of America. What they were floating above was the Happy Hunting Grounds. Oh. Happy Hunting Grounds? I thought you were trying to intimidate us. Yeah, look, it's happy the ones who are doing the hunting, capiche? 
they landed the balloon and Wakuan carried them on his back across the country. The Happy Hunting Grounds was just one part of the miniature astral form of the United States of America that was nestled on a private server of the astral plane. They flew over a model Nebraska, across the sweetest little Rocky Mountains, and over a tiny Denver that bustled and hummed with the activity of all its gods and spirits. Oh, this is just like the old days. Look at all these guys just hanging out, doing their thing. Well, it's certainly more outdoorsy, that's nice, but uh, as you say, it's uh, very old-fashioned. Oh, come on. You can't say things are better now, man. Okay, Wakuan. Wait. Settle down here. Uh. This is a good place to talk. Don't worry, Baal won't cause any trouble. Not unless he wants the devil on him so fast it'll make his head spin. Wakuan brought them down by a 1-24 scale version of the Great Salt Lake. The king was there, standing on most of Antelope Island, looking mean. Okay, so the king had been meditating since he was a baby, and so he could enter the most secure of sites on the astral plane as if they were his own bedroom where he kept all his own things. It had been frightening at first with so many unlicensed and animal-themed gods around, but he learned shortly after entering that if you screamed at a thunderbird loud enough, and then they become sort of hypnotized, and they'll do what you say for up to six hours. This is the historical origin, by the way, of the common legends you may have heard of in Utah and Nevada about certain senators and congressmen and outlaws screaming at thunderbirds to get them to do odd jobs. If they had indeed done that, they almost certainly had learned that skill from the King of Europe. Baal and St. Francis were really surprised to see the King there. Baal had forgotten all about him after the fall of Castle Magnificent, and St. Francis only really knew about the King in the abstract. It was very strange indeed to see the King of Europe in a secret place for gods in the United States of America. Let's continue. Oh, jeez. Jesus, right! You've been skiving long enough, Mr. Hadhead. I am putting you back to work. You too, hippie. Don't think I don't know who you are. Make me. What did I just say about the devil, Lord? He will get you. Look, I, I, I've got some experience guarding a bridge. Uh, I was a mini-boss for the Greater Jerusalem area for a few years. I, I know a lot about wine. Uh, nothing formal, no. I, I've got a wine-tasting certificate from the team-building exercise. That should be on file somewhere. Uh, your friend had me guard a maze. It's a lot like a bridge, but there's more towers. Well, Baal, you just moved up in the world. You're going to be my champion in this land. Well, well I, I don't think that's possible, as you don't own this land. It's like the old days. We have guards wandering around, doing their own thing. And that's what we're going to change. I'm leading an insurrection across the country. And I'm going to take out their king. He's called the President of the United States of America. He's evil, and he's got some god friend that I want you to take care of. But they're a really nice community here. We saw a farmer's market and, and a maker's fair. A nice community for gods is a bad community for people. Have you heard of a guy named Coyote? Well, that's a kind of burrowing jackal we spoke to a few up north. Coyote is a traitor who sold out all his little god friends for an appointment as Secretary of State. That's like a Colonel Blowfist, wisest man in the kingdom sort of deal. 
Look, get to the bottom line. You want us to slit the throat of Coyote so you can annex this place and earn more things? These people are suffering. I'm out there day and night pressing a lot of flesh. I walked up here from Mexico through the harshest and most hardcore desert imaginable. And I met all kinds of people with all kinds of unsatisfying life experiences. When I turn the United States into West Europe, they'll have everything they need. When people like you are tired of running around in circles, shouting and waving your arms about, then people will find that they had exactly what they needed all the while. What? Shut up! Baal, your ship has come in. Do this for me and I'll make you the big man again, Baal. Um, I'll make you head of the devil for West Europe's hell. We'll build it in Yellowstone. They already have these big, scalding geezers. We'll dig a big pit. We'll muddy up the color scheme. And you can rule it um, like you ruled Ur, Baal. I, I mean... I can see what's really in you, Baal. Really? Well... And you're I, more than just a has-been for the kids to sharpen their swords on. If you... Who kicked the sea's ass, Baal? Well, was that was, you? Or was that some mini-boss? Um, I... Francis, what do I do? Oh, do as you like. All right, then. King, I've got one thing to say. I I want I want stock options uh, and a pension and um, dental. A, and dental. Yes, thank you, Francis. <laughs> when we get back to Europe, I'll have the chief of lawyers draw up the fattest, most lucrative contract for you, Bob. Deal with Coyote and rendezvous with me in Omaha in two months. I want my champion by my side when I take the fight to the White House. The Thunderbird flew the mismatched duo back to their balloon and St. Francis's corporal form. Baal woke up with a whole new lease on life. He filled up his diary with appointments with local gods and humans that might lend a hand in his quest. He met up with Sedna, the walrus sea hag, at her allotment. She told him that Coyote was clever, but lazy and prone to vice. Shabia Boss, wolf spirit of the underworld, could be found most mornings at the breakfast cereal restaurant, and she told Baal that Nanook the bear was the one amongst them most eager to break the peace and openly rebel against Coyote and the president. Goa, the giant that controlled the winds, told him a lot of interesting things about how the seasons and pressure systems worked in the United States while they fixed up bicycles together at the Bicycle Fixing Cafe. In the evenings, Baal held strategy meetings with St. Francis, who really wasn't a strategy guy or a meeting guy. Look, we've seen a lot of weird stuff here, Francis. Drifting about in a balloon or tooling around in a van solving crimes is the best way to see what a place has to offer. Uh-huh. Yeah, they've got maize and giant lizards and tumbleweeds and cowboys and bowling. But you know one thing they don't have? They don't have hell. They don't have... Yes, that's true, but they also don't have wine, Francis. No grapes, no yeast... No wine. Well, they don't have house martins or robins either. Is it important? Goa told me where to find this guy, Cocopelli. He might be able to help us get a vineyard started. Cocopelli was a strange fellow, but he did help. And he got along with St. Francis to the point where he was even willing to lend his muscle to prepare a field. Baal used some of Nanook's blood and some grapes he had in his pocket to raise a really nice vineyard. They pulled a trick to make the vineyard exist partially in the happy hunting grounds where time was all different, and before they knew it, they had a harvest. St. Francis personally quashed every single grape, and with a little arm bending, lent his woodcrafting skills to make some really fantastic barrels. After aging those barrels in a particularly intense part of the happy hunting grounds, it was time mm. for the tasting. 
Not bad. Turn it. So, to cut a long story short, they went round to Coyote's house, got him drunk on wine, put him in a sack and threw him in the river. Take that, Coyote. Gets him every time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of chapter 27. The saga of the European King was performed by Amy Sutton, Joshua Crisp and Tom McNally. It was written and produced by Tom McNally and made liberal use of the freesound.org community for sound effects. Nikolai Ruas composed the theme tune and the musical Stings, while John Bartman composed the Frankie and Ball theme tune. If you enjoy our show, you can rate, review, or subscribe on iTunes, like our page on Facebook, follow us on SoundCloud, or become a patron on Patreon. This will make us fat and jolly, and then we can keep the neighbours up with our sleep apnea. Do it for them. The neighbours. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com. Twisted Pulp Magazine.